Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road as on the horizon within my car Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. What's happening? I don't know. What's happening? We've, we, <laughs> it's been a week, man. <laughs> it's been a really freaking insane week. So we're gonna, we got to drop the wall again, right? And let the listeners know that as we're recording this, we are in the first week of January of 2021, which Two here in the out. U.S. Yeah, here in the U.S. has been a little tumultuous, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're two days out from the storming of the Capitol and all of the hoo-ha that has gone along with that. And so, yeah, it's been a wild ride for the last few days. Yes, and we have somebody to talk about that ride with us here today. Uh, sort of. I mean, we're we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna actually talk about the ride because you know this is not a political commentary podcast, and and uh, I, I really. I, I've sort of had my fill of the politics, but we are going to talk about what we talk about, which is uh, personal growth and transformation and standing in your power and being uh, being able to, to stand fully wherever you are, right? And uh, we're going to do that from an astro- astrological perspective, because we have the person who runs the moon magic circles for me. <laughs> uh, with us on the call. And the uh, Charlemagne Tremont is on the call with us today. And she's going to talk about how to use uh, the moon in your personal transformation work. So welcome, Charlemagne. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Thank you so much. So we're doing 
moon magic circles and we're doing them around personal transformation. So I want you to talk to us a bit about how would you use the moon for personal transformation? Thank you. I think one of the important things to understand at the very beginning of any discussion about astrology is that when we often think about astrology, we are aware of where the sun is and that the sun is a good place to start. The sun is more about where our birth is and it's about us as our ego self, the self that we put out into the world in the light of day. If you think about that, under the light of the sun. The moon is different. The moon is our more subconscious self, our intuition, and our emotional self that sometimes isn't as brightly shining or as clear that we're operating from. And it's more of what's hidden. It's in the dark. It's a subconscious self. Yet it's always being touched upon because if you think about how we move through the world, we're whole beings. We're physical. We're emotional. We're intellectual. All of that is mixed in and how we're moving through the world. And so the energy of the moon is really what's being pushed upon or what's being illuminated at the emotional center, what is showing up in our intuition. So thinking about how to work with the moon really calls us to pay attention to the other question, which is not just what are we doing or how are we doing it? It's what are we feeling in regards to how and what we are doing in the world and what we're in picking up on intuitively more subconsciously. So we look at and think about when we get a psychic hit or an intuitive hit is often showing up in how the moon is being presented through our chart. And because the moon moves through its cycle on a monthly basis versus a yearly basis, when you think about how it looks in the elliptical of the chart, the moon is changing sign every few days, every two or three days, the moon changes sign, which means that the energy of the moon and what it's touching on in your personal chart is changing every two or three days as well. So for instance, if we were to say what's happening today in the moon chart, if you're me and you have an ephemeris, you would go, okay, let's go look. Or you have a lunar calendar. Very typically, it says right on the side, there's a little glyph and it tells you where the moon is. Now, if you know where your moon is in your personal chart, that is a super helpful thing. But I want to talk about it for the person who maybe doesn't also, it doesn't necessarily have their horoscope handy or has never had their horoscope run and may not specifically know where their moon is, you can still work with the energies. And it's important to know that. So for instance, today, <laughs> looking here, the moon today is in Scorpio. So the knowing that the moon is in Scorpio, we know that Scorpio is a water sign and it's a fixed water sign. And usually the energy of Scorpio has to do with mystery and secrets and also things that are around transformation, right? So, and because you had a question. So just, just to clarify for our listeners, are, we, are you saying the moon is in Scorpio today as in the day we're recording or as in the day that they're listening to this on the 17th of January? Very good. Thank you. So I can, and that's the beauty again, you can go forward and look on the 17th of January and that's great, actually, because it's doing something that's important to understand, too. The moon is transitioning from Pisces to Aries. So what happens is that the moon then goes void, of course. And you have this other place where the moon's in transition. And that's a day where actually they usually say in magic that we don't take a big action or do a big piece of work when the moon is void, of course, 
because it's got one foot here and one foot there. It's not completely solidly grounded in one place. So we think about using the energy of the planets for magical timing of our work. And so if you're a practitioner who's really looking at that, how to use the moon for whatever it is that you wish to do, understanding timing, having an ephemeris, or at the very least having a moon calendar is super handy. You can also look it up. You can Google it. Their date and time. Yay, Google. Right. Yay, Google. Thanks, Uncle Google. <laughs> Uncle Google. Thanks, Uncle Google. You can look up where is the moon or what sign is the moon in. And in a matter of moments, you can know. And you can know for your time zone, which is also important to know. Ah, so it does. It makes a difference where, where you are on the planet. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. If you think about how the sunlight changes as the sun is moving through the sky, if you think about how the moon is moving, it's moving through the signs more quickly because of its position. So we're getting that effect too. That's super interesting. And now if we wanted to use it to actually make a transformation. So let's say for instance, it's, it's the beginning of the year, right? It's we're, we're looking to expand our lives in different ways or change our lives in different ways. Right. So uh, so for me, I'm, I'm growing my business. Yes. So if I wanted to use the moon to grow my business, is there a particular time of the, the month or the year in which that would be better? See, and then you get into something really interesting, was, which is looking at the phases of the moon. So new moons are great for new beginnings. So depending on the timing of what you want to do, Say, for instance, the upcoming new moon that's going to be happening before this podcast gets put into the world. But the upcoming new moon is in a few days, for instance. Yeah, it's on the 13th, right? Yes. And it is in Capricorn, which is a marvelous time for starting a new venture, particularly a business venture, as Capricorn is all about business and starting to do uh, projects that need a lot of focus attention, energy, all the Capricorn things, a real business sense. Capricorn is really about that. So you can, if you can't hit that full moon or that new moon rather, what you then do is look for, well, when is the next time the moon is in an earth sign? Okay. And why would you say an earth sign? So if you're thinking about business, you're thinking about things that are grounded, that are potentially looking at increasing your financial standing and are growing your business. So that's why we choose earth right. signs. Okay. Earth, earthy things that are grounded and allow things to grow and practical, right? So when you're working with the moon, you're also looking at the sign. You're looking at potentially the element and you're looking at the phase of the moon. It's not necessarily always obvious. And so you want to take those three, rather three major things into account. Again, the phase of the moon, the sign of the moon and where in the cycle of your work you are. What it is you want to do? The element, what element you're in. So for instance, if we wanted to do uh, emotional work, we would work when the moon was in a water sign because emotions are associated with water. If we wanted to do uh, inspirational sort of writing, creative writing, things like that, we might choose air and 
if we wanted to do a clearing away of that which has has that we're done with and you know finding clarity and uh you know letting go of stuff then that would be fire right protection yeah protection is fire also passion if you want lots of things that we do around around right passion inspiration certain types of creativity are all in that fiery place and especially if you want to be really drawing energy to us or increasing our energy we would look at fire and and we could also look at air for getting messages from guides and from spirit and from spirit animals and things like that communications of all sorts absolutely and so for instance but you've just raised really a great a great thing which is so suppose there's any number of those. Suppose, for instance, you're looking to do, you mentioned something important that we think about in the new year, which is we're letting go of the old and calling in the new, right? So we're going to work depending on what's important to do, which is probably understanding and coming to know what we want, right? What is our desire? Desire is really about fire. We want to work on growing our desire and coming closer to our desire. Often I say, what is your true will? Which is our fire? What and what are we willing to do? What action are we willing to take to accomplish that? So, if we want to take an action, we want to have the energy behind it. So, the energy of the moon at increase from new moving to full gives us energy as the light is growing. So, is the energy and the power behind our intention for whatever it is we want to do. So, we would use the growing cycle of the moon. So when the moon is moving from new to full, and it's at the height of its power at full, which is part of why it's very common to do full moon magic. And you would look for full moon magic at a specific sign, which will have a very specific element connected to it. So now you get into some really interesting particulars about astrology. Ah, okay. Uh, but before we get into that, I'm, I'm going to ask a question that I can hear people asking, which is, does that mean I can't do this magic any other time during the year? Or do I, do I absolutely have to wait until these particular things are in place? Or, or how, how does that work? And it's a great question. And so it's really an important thing to understand. A dear friend of mine used to say, it is always best to do our magic in alignment with the, nas- the forces of nature versus working against them. So, kind of like there's swimming no other time. Right, swimming upstream versus downstream. Paddling upstream versus paddling downstream, right? You can still do it. Is it most advantageous? Maybe not. There's ways you can still work with timing, magical timing, which then if you really want to get exciting about it, you can look at the hours of the day. Also have planetary and astrological assignments, which then are going to relate to elements. So you may not, you may have a day, for instance, today is that we're recording is Friday, Freya's day, Venus's day. So workings around love, workings around connecting to heart-centered issues or beauty would be at home today. The moon is also increasing today. So it's a good time to cultivate That's why planting by the moon is important. How do we cultivate by the moon? It's the same with our work. You would want to do it that day. You can, though, continue to look at, it's not the only day, because there are other signs that are going to be in alignment with the element. Again, the moon cycle is approximately 28, 29 days long. And there are 12 signs in the zodiac. 
So you're going to have at least two opportunities in a lunar month to connect with the energy on one side or the other of the polarity, as well as four elements. And the moon cycles through each of the elements because it's in each sign for two to three days. So it's really this wheel of opportunity. There's good, better, best, right? It's not that you can't do it. You also can do other things to pull the energetic of the elements that you need by the music, the magical tools you use, by the invocations that you use, by your, by the purity of just your intention. Sometimes there's the need to do a piece of work and how grounded you are and how clear you are and what your magical intention is, is going to drive everything else above and beyond where the moon may be that day. It's something to use to accelerate or enhance your magic. And you may, if you have the luxury of time, choose to plan your magic accordingly. There's a lot in what you're saying here. We're we're talking signs. We're talking phases. We're talking elements. We're talking the cycles. I'm going to ask a question that I'm hearing people ask, which Kelly often does. Where's my cheat sheet? Where's my notebook that, that that I have to understand where the heck I am in the world? Where's my map? Right. And that's part of decoding all of this. For instance... Again, if you were to go back to that very basic thing, pretending we know nothing about astrology, we just want to know where's my, where's the moon today? You can go to any number of sites to find out what the sign the moon is in today. And just based on that, you can know what would be good to do today. If you had the luxury of, I just feel the need to plug in and connect with the energies of the day. I'm feeling really called. Then you're in a more general place. And again, I will also say to you, the more you do magic, the more you think about these things and you'll start planning accordingly. You'll also feel it differently, right? You'll know. You'll have, you'll be tracking the moon very likely to know. If you don't know the sign, you'll at least know the phase. Is this a time of increase? Is this a time of growing energy or is this a time of releasing energy? Are we at the very seed of the energy at the new moon or are we at the height of it at fruition? The time to really reap the benefits of our work at the full moon? Or are we going back down into that darker cycle where we maybe would do release work? Yeah, there's there's a reason that I didn't have this conversation on the podcast for two years. <laughs> and that's because this, this type of work requires a fair amount of knowledge right? You have to, to know about astrology. You have to know what elements are associated with what astro- astrological signs. You have to know what elements are associated with what work. You have to know how the moon phase interacts with the work that you're doing and whether what you're really trying to do is to grow or to, you know, shrink something and whether you should go towards what you're trying to grow or away from what you're trying to shrink. Right. And so this really is a more, as much as it's a, a type of magic that people tend to get into sort of early on, it really is when you get into it and, and do it fully and properly, it is a more advanced magical technique. And so, you know, understanding the pieces and parts is uh, its own process. And so this is one of the reasons why um, I've asked Charlemagne to do this work for 
our group because I have known her for longer than I want to say. And, uh, (laughs) and, 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 you know, we're not really sure. Uh, And she has been doing these types of circles for that whole time. And for at least a decade that I am aware of, and probably for much longer than that, um, you know, at least a decade that I have been, you know, going to her circles and participating. And so the, the reason that I wanted to have her come on and talk about this is because this is one of those types of things that people think is very simple, but really is much more complex than it than it sounds. And you can use it very simply. You can just say, okay, it's a waxing moon. I'm going to go for what I'm trying to create. It's a waning moon. I'm going to go for what I'm trying to destroy or send away. Right? Fine. Easy. Right? Um, But when you get into it, it can be much more robust. And and I want to use the word robust rather than complicated because as Charlemagne is talking... I am aware of all the pieces and parts that she's talking about because I am familiar with these things. And as you get familiar with them, you will become more uh, well-versed in the language of magic. And that's, that's part of what we try to do here on the podcast is to, to, to create and, and help you to learn the language of magic. Uh, but one of the things I believe that you are doing as part of this circle that you're running every month for, with our, or every lunar cycle with us, I should say, which is better because it's being run on a lunar cycle, not on a monthly cycle, uh, is, is that you are working with the group. And as the group shares with you what the different pieces and parts of what's going on with them are, you will be custom designing these rituals around the needs of the group to help them use the energies that are happening in the world at the time of the rituals to support their personal workings. Is that correct? That is exactly correct. So it's again, is a great example of how to plan and to work with the moon. We're aware of our needs. Hopefully we're paying attention to our lives and our inner, <laughs> our inner life as well as our external life. Right. But that is, that's the important thing to understand. The inner life is more about the moon, right? Something is arising. There's a stirring. The more we do magic, the more we do any personal growth work, we're growing more and more aware of ourself and exactly what is ready to transform and, and what's not ready, where we feel resistance and maybe a little even repulsion versus our attraction and what we want to run towards and grab and go for, right? All of that is both subconscious awakening into the light of consciousness, as well as things that may have been in the background, just tapping its fingers, sort of waiting for us to come to the moment of awareness. Okay. The moon, if you think about how the light of the moon grows, it's also the way that our consciousness evolves. We go through that place of the seed that's coming up through the the earth, reaching for the light. It's our awareness does the same things. Our energy does the same things. If you think about that too, anytime we want to work with the moon, we're taking advantage of where the strength of the elemental energy is, as well as the filter, which is the sign, if you want, right? So for moon magic, you're right. On a very basic level, you can distill it down. And I like the word you use, robust. I would say it's very full 
and can be therefore very fulfilling for our needs once we harness the uh, the energy and understand how to work with it. Yeah, one of the things that I always appreciated when I went to the moon circles that you ran is the the huge depth of knowledge that you would come to the table with. You'd be like, okay, this is the phase of the moon that we're in, and this is the phase of the uh, astro- astrological chart that we're in, and this is you know what's going on on this day, and and it would always come with like these stories and this wealth of history and all this yummy extra good gooey stuff that that I I learned something every time I went because you know you are the queen of research and <laughs> so every time i was just like ooh i learned something new today that was awesome so um you know it when you put these things together um from my experience it's it's always a an edifying experience at the same time as a magical one right when people are stepping into this process, they're learning how to do ritual because we've created a whole course for them that they get as part of it, right? But um, I'm also doing some healing work as part of it too, right? Yes, which is wonderful. Because, yeah, so I'm, I'm doing a sound healing for each uh, month, each each lunar cycle to support the process. So as we, and, and this is going to be fun for me because it forces me to do a sound healing every month, which is awesome. Um, and, uh, oh, and, and for those of you on the podcast who, who are like, well, I'm not doing the magic circle. Fine. I just know that I will be doing three sound healings as part of the, the regular podcast programming over the course of the next year. We just laid it all out and that's going to be one of the things that I do. So yes, there are more sound healings coming if you're waiting and asking. Okay. So, um, but for our listeners and, you know, I'm, my my first encouragement, obviously, is to do the moon circle because it's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, I I just know that because it's it's her. <laughs> She's amazing. So, and without going too detailed into because we have talked about it before, just to remind people, they can get to the moon circle at kellysparta.com and sign up there. Yes, it's under the online programs section. So, um, and it's also on the homepage. You know, you can do this at home if you're willing to do all the research um, or you're willing to sort of slim down the robustness to a, a, a lighter level, right? Um, yeah. And so, you know, the encouragement is whether you do it with us or you do it on your own, take the time, since this is coming out on the 17th, right? Take the time between the time that this podcast airs and the time the next new moon arrives to do some research and to see what you might want to do with the energy of that moon, right? And, and to feel into it. If you decide to join the program, you'll be coming in sort of mid cycle, which is perfect because that gives you time to learn the, to take the course and learn all of that before you start, right? Um, so, you know, the, the course is pretty robust as well. So it takes a little time to get through that. This is, this is a really cool way to, to use sympathetic magic. And so we, we tend to call back to some of our episodes in these things. And so this is a callback to the sympathetic magic episode, uh, where you will, uh, use the natural world around you to support your work. 
And so this is, this is a classic case of sympathetic magic and, and using that in the world or in your, in your personal growth work, right? So anything else you wanted to tell us about this process before we wrap up? Oh, certainly. Um, I would say that part of coming to understanding moon magic, if, if you have your chart, is understanding what sign your moon, personal moon is in. Because for instance, this each new moon and full moon, which will be working with both the new moons and the full moons, understanding how your personal chart, both where the sun and the moon are, will help you to understand how best to align yourself with the work available to you. And that's part of how we're going to be working in this group. One of the very first things I'm going to do with everybody is get their sun sign and their moon sign so we can look at the synergy the energies that are likely showing up for each person as we're moving forward this very first one we're doing is just to meet the moon many people have never done concentrated moon work and so understanding that that's what we're coming into and that it's it's different it's not exactly the same as other magical operations that you might do because you're really working with the energy of the day Specifically, you have what I call a moon tide. When I learned moon magic, we learned about the moon tide, which is usually one or two days before the new or full moon and one or two days after. If you think about how the tides of the ocean work and the ocean is really controlled by the moon, you feel the ebb and flow of those energies. That's why you're sitting in an energy for two or three days. And that's why you have that moon tide for that two or three days to really, again, sink in, which doesn't mean that you have to feel badly if you miss the very day. You've got some wiggle room there to really jump in and do do what you need to do or want to do at that time. And understanding how personally you can work with it for your personal moon sign is very beneficial. Also, sometimes for some people who are very, very sensitive once they understand how the moon shifts energetically, sign to sign, can then prepare ahead because we understand timing. We know what an ephemeris can tell us way ahead of ourselves, what we can anticipate and be prepared to work with going down the road, which is part of how planning for moon work, upcoming work, is is done. We can look at what do we really want to step into and what is available to us on that day during that cycle. Kind of like planning around Mercury retrograde and not planning to sign contracts during exactly. that time. Exactly. It's the same thing, except you're looking at shorter periods of time and they're much more personal. It's the moon. If you think about it, it's our emotional life. It's our intuition. Those are the main things. How It's our sensitivity on all levels, really what's showing up for us in those areas. Okay. So Charlemagne, People can reach out to you in the podcast uh, Facebook group, Spirit Sherpa by Kelly Sparta podcast group, um, to connect with you there if they have questions about stuff like this, right? Absolutely. And also, again, as Kelly said, we're going to be running these moon circles through her wonderful group. And for people who really want to do a deep dive and are really excited about transforming in a way that's going to be very personally tailored, it'll be a fabulous opportunity for them. That's great. This is, this sounds exciting. I think people are really, really going to enjoy this. Have you started any of them yet? 
The first one starts on the 13th. So we have our, our first group of people signed up in December and they got a special bonus for doing that. And uh, they've done their course and, and they have received their first instructions on how to prepare for the, uh, for the ritual itself. And so they will be doing their first one on the 13th. So if you sign up after this episode, uh, you'll be able to come in and watch the full moon uh, circle so that you uh, can sort of get a feel for what it's like without having to actually do it while you're doing the education on the, the hows and what's of the program um, of the ritual basics course. And then you can start with the next cycle coming in. So you'll get to sort of have a, a, a little safety net moment of, you know, I can, I can sort of witness without participating and then I can guess so I get my toes wet and then I jump in, right? <laughs> the next round. I was going to say to you guys, this first one is a new moon, the new moon of Capricorn. And then we have our full moon, which is going to be on the 28th in Leo. And then the next new moon is February 11th. Well, this has been great. Thank you, Charlemagne. Thank you for joining. This has really been informative. There is a lot here. As as good as Uncle Google is, and we've talked about him a couple of times today, I think they're better off coming and hanging out with you to learn the stuff they need to learn here rather than just trusting Uncle Google to give them all the answers. No, thank you. And for me, it's really a, a great joy to do this work because really the moon magic helps us to really understand on a very deep personal level how we're evolving in a way that, you know, sun, lunar magic and solar magic are very different. Again, you're looking at more of an internal versus external process. And so really harnessing that energy can be such a potent driver of our evolution. Beauty. Perfect. Thank you so much. Kelly, did you have anything you want to say as we wrap? So uh, personal growth through moon magic is not lunacy. Oh my goodness gracious. I love it. Yes. We're ending with a pun, ladies and gentlemen. That, that is how we're doing love it. it. Okay. That is all that we have for this week because I'm not letting this go on any further. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C here with Kelly Sparta and Charlemagne Tremont, and you are listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under a Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to www.creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up for or get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to www.kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions, with post-production by Christopher Wright. Into my home and my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing? But you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since 
you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.